the seasons by james thompson book two summer part two this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by abe neiman nor less thy world columbus drinks refreshed the lavish moisture of the melting year wide o'er his isles the branching orinoke rolls a brown deluge and the native drives to dwell aloft on life-sufficing trees at once his dome his robe his food and arms swelled by a thousand streams impetuous hurled from all the roaring andes huge descends the mighty orellana scarce the muse dare stretch her wing o'er this enormous mass of rushing water scarce she dares attempt the sea-like plata to whose dread expanse continuous depth and wondrous length of course our floods are rills with unabated force in silent dignity they sweep along and traverse realms unknown and blooming wilds and fruitful deserts worlds of solitude where the sun smiles and seasons teem in vain unseen and unenjoyed forsaking these o'er peopled plains they fare diffusive flow and many a nation feed and circle safe in their soft bosom many a happy isle the seat of blameless pan yet undisturbed by christian crimes in europe's cruel sons thus pouring on they proudly seek the deep whose vanquished tide recoiling from the shock yields to this liquid weight of half a globe and ocean trembles for his green domain but what avails this wondrous waste of wealth this gay profusion of luxurious bliss this pomp of nature what their balmy meads their powerful herbs and ceres void of pain by vagrant birds dispersed and wafting winds what their unplanted fruits what the cool draughts the ambrosial food rich gums and spicy health their forests yield their toiling insects what their silky pride and vegetable robes ah what avail their fatal treasures hid deep in the bowels of the pitying earth golconda's gems and sad potosi's mines where dwell the gentlest children of the sun what all that afric's golden rivers roll herodrus woods and shining ivory stores ill-fated race the softening arts of peace whate'er the humanizing muses teach the godlike wisdom of the tempered breast progressive truth the patient force of thought investigation calm whose silent powers command the world the light that leads to heaven kind equal rule the government of laws and all protecting freedom which alone sustains the name and dignity of man these are not theirs the parent son himself seems o'er this world of slaves to tyrannize and with oppressive ray the roseate bloom of beauty blasting gives the gloomy hue and feature gross or worse 
to ruthless deeds mad jealousy blind rage and fell revenge their fervid spirit fires love dwells not there the soft regards and tenderness of life the heart-shed tear the ineffable delight of sweet humanity these court the beam of milder climes in selfish fierce desire and the wild fury of voluptuous sense there lost the very brute creation there this rage partakes and burns with horrid fire lo the green serpent from his dark abode which even imagination fears to tread at noon forth issuing gathers up his train in orbs immense then darting out anew seeks the refreshing fount by which diffused he throws his folds and while with threatening tongue and deathful jaws erect the monster curls his flaming crest all other thirst appalled or shivering flies or checked at distance stands nor dares approach but still more direful he the small close lurking minister of fate whose high concocted venom through the veins a rapid lightning darts arresting swift the vital current formed to humble man this child of vengeful nature there sublime to fearless lust of blood the savage race roam licensed by the shading hour of guilt and foul misdeed when the pure day has shut his sacred eye the tiger darting fierce impetuous on the prey his glance has doomed the lively shining leopard speckled o'er with many a spot the beauty of the waste and scorning all the taming arts of man the keen hyena fellest of the fell these rushing from the inhospitable woods of mauritania or the tufted isles that verdant rise amid the libyan wild in numerous glare around their shaggy king majestic stalking o'er the printed sand and with imperious and repeated roars demand their fated food the fearful flocks crowd near the guardian swain the nobler herds where round their lordly bull in rural ease they ruminating lie with horror hear the coming rage the awakened village starts and to her fluttering breast the mother strains her thoughtless infant from the pirate's den or stern morocco's tyrant fang escaped the wretch half wishes for his bonds again while uproar all the wilderness resounds from atlas eastward to the frighted nile unhappy he who from the first of joys society cut off is left alone amid this world of death day after day sad on the jutting eminence he sits and views the main that ever toils below still fondly forming in the farthest verge where the round ether mixes with the wave ships dim discovered dropping from the clouds at evening to the setting sun he turns a mournful eye and down his dying heart sinks helpless while the wonted roar is up and hiss continual through the tedious night yet here even here into these black abodes of monsters unappalled from stooping rome and guilty caesar liberty retired 
Hercato following through Numidian wilds, disdainful of Campania's gentle plains, and all the green delights Ausonia pours, when for them she must bend the servile knee, and fawning take the splendid robber's boon nor stop the terrors of these regions here commission demons oft angels of wrath let loose the raging elements breathed hot from all the boundless furnace of the sky and the wide glittering waste of burning sand a suffocating wind the pilgrim smites with instant death patient of thirst and toil son of the desert even the camel feels shot through his withered heart the fiery blast or from the black red ether bursting broad sallies the sudden whirlwind straight the sands commoved around in gathering eddies play nearer and nearer still they darkening come till with the general all-involving storm swept up the whole continuous wilds arise and by their noonday fount dejected throne or sunk at night in sad disastrous sleep beneath descending hills the caravan is buried deep in cairo's crowded streets the impatient merchant wondering waits in vain and mecca saddens at the long delay but chief at sea whose every flexile wave obeys the blast the aerial tumult swells in the dread ocean undulating wide beneath the radiant line that girts the globe the circling typhon whirled from point to point exhausting all the rage of all the sky and dire anephia reign amid the heavens falsely serene deep in a cloudy speck compressed the mighty tempest brooding dwells of no regard save to the skilful eye fiery and foul the small prognostic hangs aloft or on the promontory's brow musters its force a faint deceitful calm a fluttering gale the demon sends before to tempt the spreading sail then down at once precipitant descends a mingled mass of roaring winds and flames and rushing floods in wild amazement fixed the sailor stands art is too slow by rapid fate oppressed his broad-winged vessel drinks the whelming tide hid in the bosom of the black abyss with such mad seas the daring gama fought for many a day and many a dreadful night incessant laboring round the stormy cape by bold ambition led and bolder thirst of gold for then from ancient gloom emerged the rising world of trade the genius then of navigation that in hopeless sloth had slumbered on the vast atlantic deep for idle ages starting heard at last the lusitanian prince who heaven inspired to love of useful glory roused mankind and in unbounded commerce mixed the world increasing still the terrors of these storms his jaws horrific armed with threefold fate here dwells the direful shark lured by the scent of steaming crowds of rank disease and death behold 
he rushing cuts the briny flood swift as the gale can bear the ship along and from the partners of that cruel trade which spoils unhappy guinea of her sons demands his share of prey demands themselves the stormy fates descend one death involves tyrants and slaves when straight their mangled limbs crashing at once he dyes the purple seas with gore and riots in the vengeful meal when o'er this world by equinoctial rains flooded immense looks out the joyless sun and draws the copious stream from swampy fens where putrefaction into life ferments and breathes destructive myriads or from woods impenetrable shades recesses foul in vapors rank and blue corruption wrapped whose gloomy horrors yet no desperate foot has ever dared to pierce then wasteful forth walks the dire power of pestilent disease a thousand hideous fiends her course attend sick nature blasting and to heartless woe and feeble desolation casting down the towering hopes and all the pride of man such as of late at carthagena quenched the british fire you gallant vernon saw the miserable scene you pitying saw to infant weakness sunk the warrior's arm saw the deep racking pain the ghastly form the lip pale quivering and the beamless eye no more with ardor bright you heard the groans of agonizing ships from shore to shore heard nightly plunged amid the sullen waves the frequent course while on each other fixed in sad presage the blank assistance seemed silent to ask whom fate would next demand what need i mention those inclement skies where frequent over the sickening city plague the fiercest child of nemesis divine descends from ethiopia's poisoned woods from stifled cairo's filth and fetid fields with locust armies putrefying heaped this great destroyer sprung her awful rage the brutes escape man is her destined prey intemperate man and o'er his guilty domes she draws a close incumbent cloud of death uninterrupted by the living winds forbid to blow a wholesome breeze and stained with many a mixture by the sun suffused of angry aspect princely wisdom then dejects his watchful eye and from the hand of feeble justice ineffectual drop the sword and balance mute the voice of joy and hush the clamour of the busy world empty the streets with uncouth verdure clad into the worst of deserts sudden turned the cheerful haunt of men unless escaped from the doomed house where matchless horror reigns shut up by barbarous fear the smitten wretch with wild frenzy breaks loose and loud to heaven screaming the dreadful policy arraigns inhuman and unwise the sullen door yet uninfected on its cautious hinge fearing to turn abhors society dependence friends relations love himself savaged by woe forget the tender tie the sweet engagement of the feeling heart but vain their selfish care 
the circling sky, the wide enlivening air is full of fate, and struck by turns, in solitary pangs they fall, unblessed, untended, and unmourned. Thus o'er the prostrate city black despair extends her raven wing, while to complete the scene of desolation stretched around the grim guards stand, denying all retreat, and giving the flying wretch a better death. Much yet remains unsung, the rage intense of brazen vaulted skies, of iron fields, where drought and famine starve the blasted year. Fired by the torch of noon to tenfold rage, the infuriate hill that shoots the pillared flame, and roused within the subterranean world, the expanding earthquake that resistless shakes aspiring cities from their solid base and buries mountains in the flaming gulf but tis enough return my vagrant muse a nearer scene of horror calls thee home behold slow settling o'er the lurid grove unusual darkness broods and growing gains the full possession of the sky surcharged with wrathful vapor from the secret beds where sleep the mineral generations drawn thence nitre sulphur and the fiery spume of fat bitumen steaming on the day with various tinctured trains of latent flame pollute the sky and in yon baleful cloud a reddening gloom a magazine of fate ferment till by the touch ethereal roused the dash of clouds or irritating war of fighting winds while all is calm below they furious spring a boding silence reigns dread through the dun expanse save the dull sound that from the mountain previous to the storm rolls o'er the muttering earth disturbs the flood and shakes the forest leaf without a breath prone to the lowest vale the aerial tribes descend the tempest-loving raven scarce dares wing the dubious dusk in rueful gaze the cattle stand and on the scowling heavens cast a deploring eye by man forsook who to the crowded cottage hies him fast or seeks the shelter of the downward cave tis listening fear and dumb amazement all when to the startled eye the sudden glance appears far south eruptive through the cloud and following slower in explosion vast and thunder raises his tremendous voice at first heard solemn o'er the verge of heaven the tempest growls but as it nearer comes and rolls its awful burden on the wind the lightnings flash a larger curve and more the noise astounds till overhead a sheet of livid flame discloses wide then shuts and opens wider shuts and opens still expansive wrapping ether in a blaze follows the loosened aggravated roar enlarging deepening mingling peal on peal crushed horrible convulsing heaven and earth down comes a deluge of sonorous hail or prone descending rain wide rent the clouds pour a whole flood and yet its flame unquenched the unconquerable lightning struggles through ragged and fierce or in red whirring balls and fires the mountains with redoubled rage 
black from the stroke above the smouldering pines stands a sad shattered trunk and stretched below a lifeless group the blasted cattle lie here the soft flocks with that same harmless look they wore alive and ruminating still in fancy's eye and there the frowning bull an ox half raised struck on the castled cliff the venerable tower and spiry fane resign their aged pride the gloomy woods start at the flash and from their deep recess wide flaming out their trembling inmates shake amid carnarvon's mountains rages loud the repercussive roar with mighty crush into the flashing deep from the rude rocks of penmanmaur heaped hideous to the sky tumble the smitten cliffs and snowdon's peak dissolving instant yields his wintry load far seen the heights of healthy cheviot blaze and thule bellows through her utmost isles guilt hears appalled with deeply troubled thought and yet not always on the guilty head descends the fated flash young Keladon and his amelia were a matchless pair with equal virtue formed and equal grace the same distinguished by their sex alone hers the mild lustre of the blooming morn and his the radiance of the risen day they loved but such their guileless passion was as in the dawn of time informed the heart of innocence and undissembling truth twas friendship heightened by the mutual wish the enchanting hope and sympathetic glow beamed from the mutual eye devoting all to love each was to each a dearer self supremely happy in the awakened power of giving joy alone amid the shades still in harmonious intercourse they lived the rural day and talked the flowing heart or sighed and looked unutterable things so passed their life a clear united stream by care unruffled till an evil hour the tempest caught them on the tender walk heedless how far and where its mazes strayed while with each other blessed creative love still bade eternal eden smile around presaging instant fate her bosoms heaved unwonted sighs and stealing oft a look of the big gloom on Keladon, her eye fell tearful wetting her disordered cheek in vain assuring love and confidence in heaven repressed her fear it grew and shook her frame near dissolution he perceived the unequal conflict and as angels look on dying saints his eyes compassion shed with love illumined high fear not he said sweet innocence thou stranger to offence and inward storm he who yon skies involves in frowns of darkness ever smiles on thee with kind regard o'er thee the secret shaft that wastes at midnight or the undreaded hour of noon flies harmless and that very voice which thunders terror through the guilty heart with tongues of seraphs whispers peace to thine tis safety to be near thee sure and thus to clasp perfection from his void embrace mysterious heaven that moment to the ground a blackened course was struck the beauteous maid but who can paint the lover as he stood pierced by severe amazement hating life speechless and fixed in all the death of woe 
so faint resemblance on the marble tomb the well-dissembled mourner stooping stands forever silent and forever sad as from the face of heaven the shattered clouds tumultuous rove the interminable sky sublimer swells and o'er the world expands a purer azure through the lightened air a higher lustre and a clearer calm diffusive tremble while as if in sign of danger past a glittering robe of joy set off abundant by the yellow ray invests the fields and nature smiles revived tis beauty all and grateful song around joined to the low of kine and numerous bleed of flocks thick nibbling through the clovered dale and shall the hymn be marred by thankless man most favoured who with voice articulate should lead the chorus of this lower world shall he so soon forgetful of the hand that hushed the thunder and serenes the sky extinguished feel that spark the tempest waked that sense of powers exceeding far his own ere yet his feeble heart has lost its fears cheered by the milder beam the sprightly youth speeds to the well-known pool whose crystal depth a sandy bottom shows a while he stands gazing the inverted landscape half afraid to meditate the blue profound below then plunges headlong down the circling flood his ebon tresses and his rosy cheek instant emerge and through the obedient wave at each short breathing by his lip repelled with arms and legs according well he makes as humour leads an easy winding path while from his polished sides a dewy light effuses on the pleased spectators round this is the purest exercise of health the kind refresher of the summer heat nor when cold winter keens the brightening flood would i weak shivering linger on the brink thus life redoubles and is oft preserved by the bold swimmer in the swift elapse of accident disastrous hence the limbs knit into force and the same roman arm that rose victorious o'er the conquered earth first learned while tender to subdue the wave even from the body's purity the mind receives a secret sympathetic aid close in the covert of a hazel copse where winded into pleasing solitudes runs out the rambling dale young damon sat pensive and pierced with love's delightful pangs there to the stream that down the distant rocks hoarse murmuring fell and plaintive breeze that played among the bending willows falsely he of musidora's cruelty complained she felt his flame but deep within her breast in bashful coyness or in maiden pride the soft return concealed save when it stole in sidelong glances from her downcast eye or from her swelling soul in stifled sighs touched by the scene no stranger to his vows he framed a melting lay to try her heart and if an infant passion struggled there a lucky chance that oft decides the fate of mighty monarchs then decided thine for lo conducted by the laughing loves this cool retreat his musidora sought warm in her cheek the sultry season glowed 
and robed in loose array she came to bathe her fervent limbs in the refreshing stream what shall he do in sweet confusion lost in dubious flutterings he awhile remained a pure ingenious elegance of soul a delicate refinement known to few perplexed his breast and urged him to retire but love forbade ye prudes in virtue say say ye severest what would you have done meantime this fairer nymph than ever blessed arcadian stream with timid eye around the banks surveying stripped her beauteous limbs to taste the lucid coolness of the flood ah then not paris on the piny top of ida panted stronger when aside the rival goddesses the veil divine cast unconfined and gave him all their charms than damon thou as from the snowy leg and slender foot the inverted silk she drew as the soft touch dissolved the virgin zone and through the parting robe the alternate breast in full luxuriance rose but desperate youth how durst thou risk the soul-distracting view as from her naked limbs of glowing white harmonious swelled by nature's finest hand in folds loose floating fell the fainter lawn and fair exposed she stood shrunk from herself with fancy blushing as the doubtful breeze alarmed and starting like the fearful fawn then to the flood she rushed the parted flood its lovely guest with closing waves received and every beauty softening every grace flushing anew a mellow lustre shed as shines the lily through the crystal mild or as the rose amid the morning dew fresh from aurora's hand more sweetly glows while thus she wantoned now between the wave but ill concealed and now with streaming locks that half embraced her in a humid veil rising again the latent daemon drew such maddening draughts of beauty to the soul as for a while o'erwhelmed his raptured thought with luxury too daring checked at last by love's respectful modesty he deemed the theft profane if aught profane to love can e'er be deemed and struggling from the shade with headlong hurry fled but first these lines traced by his ready pencil on the bank with trembling hand he threw bathe on my fair yet unbeheld save the sacred eye of faithful love i go to guard thy haunt to keep from thy recess each vagrant foot and each licentious eye with wild surprise as if to marble struck devoid of sense a stupider moment motionless she stood so stands the statue that enchants the world so bending tries to veil the matchless boast the mingled beauties of exulting greece recovering swift she flew to find those robes which blissful eden knew not and arrayed in careless haste the alarming paper snatched but when her daemon's well-known hand she saw her terrors vanished and a softer train of mixed emotion hard to be described her sudden bosom seized shame void of guilt and charming blush of innocence esteem and admiration of her lover's flame by modesty exalted even a sense of self-approving beauty stole across her busy thought at length a tender calm 
hushed by degrees the tumult of her soul and on the spreading beach that o'er the stream incumbent hung she with the sylvan pen of rural lovers this confession carved which soon her damon kissed with weeping joy dear youth sole judge of what these verses mean by fortune too much favoured but by love alas not favoured less be still as now discreet the time may come you need not fly the sun has lost his rage his downward orb shoots nothing now but animating warmth and vital lustre that with various ray lights up the clouds those beauteous robes of heaven incessant rolled into romantic shapes the dream of waking fancy broad below covered with ripened fruits and swelling fast into the perfect year the pregnant earth and all her tribes rejoice now the soft hour of walking comes for him who lonely loves to seek the distant hills and there converse with nature there to harmonize his heart and in pathetic song to breathe around the harmony to others social friends attuned to happy unison of soul to whose exulting eye a fairer world of which the vulgar never had a glimpse displays its charms whose minds are richly fraught with philosophic stores superior light and in whose breast enthusiastic burns virtue the sons of interest deem romance now called abroad enjoy the falling day now to the verdant portico of woods to nature's vast lyceum forth they walk by that kind school where no proud master reigns the full free converse of the friendly heart improving and improved now from the world sacred to sweet retirement lovers steal and pour their souls in transport which the sire of love approving hears and calls it good which way amanda shall we bend our course the choice perplexes wherefore should we choose all is the same with thee say shall we wind along the streams or walk the smiling mead or court the forest glades or wander wild among the waving harvests or ascend while radiant summer opens all its pride thy hill delightful sheen here let us sweep the boundless landscape now the raptured eye exulting swift to huge augusta send now to the sister hills that skirt her plain to lofty harrow now and now to where majestic windsor lifts his princely brow in lovely contrast to this glorious view calmly magnificent then will we turn to where the silver thames first rural grows there let the feasted eye unwearied stray luxurious there rove through the pendant woods that nodding hang o'er harrington's retreat and stooping thence to ham's embowering walks beneath whose shades in spotless peace retired with her the pleasing partner of his heart the worthy queensbury yet laments his gay and polished cornsbury woos the willing muse 
slow less trace the matchless vale of thames fair winding to where the muses haunt in twitnam's bowers or for their pope implore the healing god to royal hampton's pile to claremont's terraced height and escher's groves were in the sweetest solitude embraced by the soft windings of the silent mole from courts and senates pelham finds repose enchanting vale beyond whate'er the muse has of achaea or hesperia sung o vale of bliss o softly swelling hills on which the power of cultivation lies and joys to see the wonders of his toil heavens what a goodly prospect spreads around of hills and dales and woods and lawns and spires and glittering towns and gilded streams till all the stretching landscape into smoke decays happy britannia where the queen of arts inspiring vigour liberty abroad walks unconfined even to thy farthest cots and scatters plenty with unsparing hand rich is thy soil and merciful thy clime thy streams unfailing in the summer's draught unmatch thy guardian oaks thy valleys float with golden waves and on thy mountains flocks bleat numberless while roving round their sides bellow the blackening herds in lusty droves beneath thy meadows glow and rise unkelled against the mower's scythe in every hand thy villas shine thy country teems with wealth and property assures it to the swain pleased and unwearied in his guarded toil full are thy cities with the sons of art and trade and joy in every busy street mingling are heard even drudgery himself as at the car he sweats or dusty hues the palace stone looks gay thy crowded ports where rising masts and endless prospect yield with labour burn and echo to the shouts of hurried sailor as he hardy waves his last adieu and loosening every sheet resigns the spreading vessel to the wind bold firm and graceful are thy generous youth by hardship sinewed and by danger fired scattering the nations where they go and first or on the listed plain or stormy seas mild are thy glories too as o'er the plans of thriving peace thy thoughtful sires preside ingenious and substantial learning high for every virtue every worth renowned sincere plain-hearted hospitable kind yet like the mustering thunder when provoked the dread of tyrants and the sole resource of those that under grim oppression groan thy sons of glory many alfred thine in whom the splendor of heroic war and more heroic peace when governed well combine whose hallowed name the virtue's saint and his own muses love the best of kings with him thy edwards and thy henry's shine names dear to fame the first who deep impressed on haughty gaul the terror of thy arms that awes her genius still in statesmen thou and patriots fertile 
thine a steady more who with a generous though mistaken zeal withstood a brutal tyrant's useful rage like cato firm like aristides just like rigid cincinnatus nobly poor a dauntless soul erect who smiled on death frugal and wise a walsingham is thine a drake who made thee mistress of the deep and bore thy name in thunder round the world when flame thy spirit high but who can speak the numerous worthies of the maiden reign in raleigh mark their every glory mixed raleigh the scourge of spain whose breast with all the sage the patriot and the hero burned nor sunk his vigour when a coward reign the warrior fettered and at last resigned to glut the vengeance of a vanquished foe then active still and unrestrained his mind explored the vast extent of ages past and with his prison hours enriched the world yet found no times in all the long research so glorious or so base as those he proved in which he conquered and in which he bled nor can the muse the gallant sydney pass the plume of war with early laurels crown the lover's myrtle and the poet's bay a hamden too is thine illustrious land wise strenuous firm of unsubmitting soul who stemmed the torrent of a downward age to slavery prone and bade thee rise again in all thy native pomp of freedom bold bright at his call thy age of men effulged of men on whom late time a kindling eye shall turn and tyrants tremble while they read bring every sweetest flower and let me strew the grave where russell lies whose tempered blood with calmest cheerfulness for thee resigned stain the sad annals of a giddy reign aiming at lawless power though meanly sunk in loose inglorious luxury with him his friend the british cassius fearless bled of high determined spirit roughly brave by ancient learning to the enlightened love of ancient freedom warmed fair thy renown in awful sages and in noble bards soon as the light of dawning science spread her orient ray and waked the muse's song thine is a bacon hapless in his choice unfit to stand the civil storm of state and through the smooth barbarity of courts with firm but pliant virtue forward still to urge his course him for the studious shade kind nature formed deep comprehensive clear exact and elegant in one rich soul plato the staggerite and tully joined the great deliverer he who from the gloom of cloistered monks and jargon teaching schools led forth the true philosophy there long held in the magic chain of words and forms and definitions void he led her forth daughter of heaven that slow ascending still investigating sure the chain of things with radiant finger points to heaven again the generous ashley thine the friend of man who scanned his nature with a brother's eye his weakness prompt to shade to raise his aim to touch the finer movements of the mind 
and with the moral beauty charm the heart why need i name thy boyle whose pious search amid the dark recesses of his works the great creator sought and why thy locke who made the whole internal world his own let newton pure intelligence whom god to mortals lent to trace his boundless works from laws sublimely simple speak thy fame in all philosophy for lofty sense creative fancy and inspection keen through the deep windings of the human heart is not wild shakespeare thine and nature's boast is not each great each amiable muse of classic ages in thy milton met a genius universal as his theme astonishing as chaos as the bloom of blowing eden fair as heaven sublime nor shall my verse that elder bard forget the gentle spencer fancy's pleasing son who like a copious river poured his song o'er all the mazes of enchanted ground nor thee his ancient master laughing sage chaucer whose native manners painting verse well moralized shines through the gothic cloud of time and language o'er thy genius throne may my song soften as thy daughters i britannia hail for beauty is their own the feeling heart simplicity of life and elegance and taste the faultless form shaped by the hand of harmony the cheek where the live crimson through the native white soft shooting o'er the face diffuses bloom and every nameless grace the parted lip like the red rosebud moist with morning dew breathing delight and under flowing jet or sunny ringlets or of circling brown the neck slight shaded and the swelling breast the look resistless piercing to the soul and by the soul informed when dressed in love she sits high smiling in the conscious eye island of bliss amid the subject seas that thunder round thy rocky coasts set up at once the wonder terror and delight of distant nations whose remotest shores can soon be shaken by thy naval arm not to be shook thyself but all assaults baffling as thy o'er cliffs the loud sea wave o thou by whose almighty nod the scale of empire rises or alternate falls send forth the saving virtues round the land in bright patrol white peace and social love the tender-looking charity intent on gentle deeds and shedding tears through smiles undaunted truth and dignity of mind courage composed and keen sound temperance healthful in heart and look clear chastity with blushes reddening as she moves along disordered at the deep regard she draws rough industry activity untired with copious life informed and all awake while in the radiant front superior shines that first paternal virtue public zeal who throws o'er all an equal wide survey and ever musing on the common wheel still labors glorious with some great design low walks the sun and broadens by degrees just o'er the verge of day 
the shifting clouds assembled gay a richly gorgeous train in all their pomp attend his setting throne air earth and ocean smile immense and now as if his weary chariot sought the bowers of amphitrite and her tending nymphs so grecian fable sung he dips his orb now half immersed and now a golden curve gives one bright glance then total disappears forever running an enchanted round passes the day deceitful vain and void as fleets the vision o'er the formful brain this moment hurrying wild the impassioned soul the next in nothing lost tis so to him the dreamer of this earth an idle blank a sight of horror to the cruel wretch who all day long in sordid pleasure rolled himself an useless load has squandered vile upon his scoundrel train what might have cheered a drooping family of modest worth but to the generous still improving mind that gives the hopeless heart to sing for joy diffusing kind beneficence around boastless as now descends the silent dew to him the long review of ordered life is inward rapture only to be felt confessed from yonder slowing extinguished clouds all ether softening sober evening takes her wonted station in the middle air a thousand shadows at her beck first this she sends on earth then that of deeper dye steals soft behind and then a deeper still in circle following circle gathers round to close the face of things a fresher gale begins to wave the wood and stir the stream sweeping with shadowy gusts the fields of corn while the quail clamors for his running mate wide o'er the thistly lawn as swells the breeze a whitening shower of vegetable down emusive floats the kind impartial care of nature not disdains thoughtful to feed her lowest sons and clothe the coming year from field to field the feathered seeds she wings his folded flock secure the shepherd home hies merry-hearted and by turns relieves the ruddy milkmaid of her brimming pail the beauty whom perhaps his witless heart unknowing what the joy mixed anguish means sincerely loves by that best language shown of cordial glances and obliging deeds onward they pass o'er many a panting height and valley sunk and unfrequented where at fall of eve the fairy people throng in various game and revelry to pass the summer night as village stories tell but far about they wander from the grave of him whom his ungentle fortune urged against his own sad breast to lift the hand of impious violence the lonely tower is also shunned whose mournful chambers hold so night-struck fancy dreams the yelling ghost among the crooked lanes on every hedge the glow-worm lights his gem and through the dark a moving radiance twinkles evening yields the world to night not in her winter robe of massy stygian woof but loose arrayed in mantle dun a faint erroneous ray glanced from the imperfect surfaces of things flings half an image on the straining eye 
while wavering woods and villages and streams and rocks and mountain tops that long retain the ascending gleam are all one swimming scene uncertain if beheld sudden to heaven thence weary vision turns where leading soft the silent hours of love with purest ray sweet venus shines and from her genial rise when daylight sickens till it springs afresh unrivalled reigns the fairest lamp of night as thus the effulgence tremulous i drink with cherished gaze the lambent lightnings shoot across the sky or horizontal dart of wondrous shapes by fearful murmuring crowds portentous deemed amid the radiant orbs that more than deck that animate the sky the life-infusing suns of other worlds lo from the dread immensity of space returning with accelerated course the rushing comet to the sun descends and as he sinks below the shading earth with awful train projected o'er the heavens the guilty nations tremble but above those superstitious horrors that enslave the fond sequacious herd to mystic faith and blind amazement prone the enlightened few whose godlike minds philosophy exalts the glorious stranger hail they feel a joy divinely great they in their powers exult that wondrous force of thought which mounting spurns this dusky spot and measures all the sky while from his far excursion through the wilds of barren ether faithful to his time they see the blazing wonder rise anew in seeming terror clad but kindly bent to work the will of all sustaining love from his huge vapory train perhaps to shake reviving moisture on the numerous orbs through which his long ellipses winds perhaps to lend new fuel to declining suns to light up worlds and feed the eternal fire with thee serene philosophy with thee and thy bright garland let me crown my song effusive source of evidence and truth a lustre shedding o'er the ennobled mind stronger than summer noon and pure as that whose mild vibrations soothe the parted soul new to the dawning of celestial day hence through her nourished powers enlarged by thee she springs aloft with elevated pride above the tangling mass of low desires that bind the fluttering crowd and angel-winged the heights of science and of virtue gains where all is calm and clear with nature round or in the starry regions or the abyss to reason's and to fancy's eye displayed the first up tracing from the dreary void the chain of causes and effects to him the world producing essence who alone possesses being while the last receives the whole magnificence of heaven and earth and every beauty delicate or bold obvious or more remote with livelier sense diffusive painted on the rapid mind tutored by thee hence poetry exalts her voice to ages and informs the page with music image sentiment and thought never to die the treasure of mankind their highest honour and their truest joy without thee what were unenlightened man 
a savage roaming through the woods and wilds in quest of prey and with the unfashioned fur rough clad devoid of every finer art and elegance of life nor happiness domestic mixed of tenderness and care nor moral excellence nor social bliss nor guardian law were his nor various skill to turn the furrow or to guide the tool mechanic nor the heaven conducted prow of navigation bold that fearless braves the burning line or dares the wintry pole mother severe of infinite delights nothing save rapine indolence and guile and woes on woes a still revolving train whose horrid circle has made human life the non-existence worse but taught by thee ours are the plans of policy and peace to live like brothers and conjunctive all embellish life while thus laborious crowds ply the tough oar philosophy directs the ruling helm or like the liberal breath of potent heaven invisible the sail swells out and bears the inferior world along nor to this evanescent speck of earth poorly confined the radiant tracks on higher her exalted range intent to gaze creation through and from that full complex of never-ending wonders to conceive of the soul being right who spoke the word and nature moved complete with inward view thence on the ideal kingdom swift she turns her eye an instant at her powerful glance the obedient phantoms vanish or appear compound divide and into order shift each to his rank from plain perception up to the fair forms of fancy's fleeting train to reason then deducing truth from truth and notion quite abstract where first begins the world of spirits action all and life unfettered and unmixed but here the cloud so wills providence sits deep enough for us to know that this dark state in wayward passions lost in vain pursuits this infancy of being cannot prove the final issue of the works of god by boundless love and perfect wisdom formed and ever rising with the rising mind End of Book Two of the Seasons, Summer, Part Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain.